0: everyone and welcome to on the line my name is addison and i am an aspiring sports broadcaster here in washington state on this podcast i interview d1 bound athletes collegiate athletes professional athletes and those who are a part of different careers in athletics my goal is to help my guests share their stories of being an athlete as well as their advice to you thank you so much for being here new episodes go live every saturday at 1 p.m pacific standard time enjoy Hello everyone and welcome back to On the Line. My name is Addison and today I'm here with Tia Malloy, a softball player out of Redmond High School here in Washington State. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. I know this is probably a pretty crazy time for you with summer ball and everything.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited.
0: Well, you're a sophomore, correct? Yes. Are you excited for a junior year next year? Um,
1: yeah, I'm really excited. Um, you know, with, uh, recruiting laws, we can't, the coaches can't talk to us yet. Um, but September 1st, they can start making actual offers and I can plan official visits. So I'm really excited.
0: Well, junior year is already a pretty crazy year in and of itself, but then to put like the recruiting recruitment process on top of that, that is a lot. So are you nervous at all? Um, or just excited?
1: Um, I'm not really nervous. I think I've been preparing for this kind of my whole life. You know, I've Mm -hmm. had a lot of influences. A lot of people um, do this before me, and I think I have a good enough support system and they know how to help me through it. So I'm just really excited.
0: So you have three sisters, right? Yes. And the older two, both are playing softball in college, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, my oldest, my oldest sister, she played at University of Washington, she graduated in 2019. And then my second sister um, is an outfielder at the University of Tennessee at the moment.
0: So it sounds like softball runs in your family. Was there any pressure from your two older sisters? um, Or just like you wanted to fall in their footsteps? Or was did it come pretty naturally?
1: Um, well, there's a thing in softball, you call them ballpark children, where they're just younger siblings. They're always at the ballpark because they have to watch their older siblings. And, you know, watching my older siblings um, succeed and have so much fun in softball really just inspired me to get into the sport. Um, I, With the pressure thing, I think that um, it was only pressure that I was creating myself. Um, I think that sometimes I would get annoyed if someone would refer to me as Kiki's sister, or Amir's sister, or something like that. But I now realize that it's more of a privilege um, because, you know, it's amazing to have an All-American and a D1 athlete, you know, right across my door or like right across the hall. So I think that it's not really that much pressure anymore because I'm not letting it be pressure.
0: Right. And... What what are the biggest things you've learned from having two older sisters that have had really successful softball careers?
1: Mm, I think I've learned to the privilege of being able to pick their brains. You know, not a lot of people can just go talk to an all-American every single day. Um, mm-hmm. And I've learned i I'm just I've just grown so grateful to have sisters like that, and my parents also um, because they are the exact definition of what I want to be when I'm older. Um, they are independent, they are strong. Um, and they also hold me accountable. And I think that's what has made me so grateful within my process in my like, early career is because they will not, well, they will let me fail, but they are also willing to teach me and like support me through everything that I want to do.
0: So we've kind of touched on the benefits and not really drawbacks, but some of the tougher aspects of coming from a family where everyone is playing the same sport and it can already be competitive having sisters. I know I have a sister that's two years younger and sometimes that's natural for that, for there to be competitiveness. And also when you're an athlete, like that's just part of who you are, but how have you been able to make yourself known as Tia and not Kiki's sister or you know, like that, how have you been able to hold your own and make your own name for yourself?
1: Um, I would say it wasn't, it's not really in the back of my mind when I'm playing, you know, Um, I'm not trying to make a name for myself, you know, it would be nice, but, um, I think that being recognized as Kiki's sister is not a bad thing because she has a, a positive influence. Um, but also like with the success that, I have like started to get in the articles and everything. Um, I, some people still refer to me as Kiki's sister or lawyer's daughter or something like that, but mm-hmm. it's not really that big of a deal anymore. Um, but I just like, I just play how I play and eventually I'll be my own person.
0: So I saw that for the class of 2024, you were ranked number 52. So what does that number mean to you?
1: Um. So that was nationally. And I think that was such a great acknowledgement. Um, I, I was really excited. I didn't think I was going to make the list at all, let alone be in the middle of the um, hot 100 for my class. Um, I think it was something, it's just something that I've been working for. Um, I was just super excited and I've met most of the girls who were on the list. I've gotten the privilege to play with them or, um, play against them, go to camps with them. So, really just any people I and mean, all the people on that list or they work so hard and I was just so honored to be recognized as one of those people that was good enough to be ranked. Um,
0: yeah. Well, there are hundreds of thousands of softball players in the nation and to be 52, that is insane to me. So what do you feel you have done to get yourself in that position? Like what have you done differently
1: I would say my biggest issue when I first started playing softball. Well, first off, um, softball is a sport of failure. You know, uh, if you hit the, if you get a hit three times out of 10, that's still a great average. Um, So clearly it's a sport where you have to be mentally tough. And I think getting over the fact that I will, I'm going to fail, it's inevitable Mm -hmm. in this sport. Um, And getting over just, me because it's my i'm my own biggest my i'm my biggest enemy, so I think that getting past that um having a good attitude really helped my physical play um once I did that
0: well we've you've mentioned this before lawyer's daughter, so I feel like it's just it's gonna come <laughs> up here. I'm yeah. sure you get this question a lot, but what has it been like growing up with a dad that was very successful on football. Lauren Malloy is her dad. And my dad actually knew of him because they were, they went to different schools, but they're the same age. And my dad was like, yeah, I remember seeing him in the newspapers. And he was like the Sam Heward of our day. And everyone knew him for football. He was really successful in high school, went on to play in college and then in the NFL for, was it like 15 years? Yep. So what has that been like having a dad that is, been very successful with football?
1: Um, I think, well, first off, the from the outside looking in, there's a lot of people who, um, some people even have the audacity to ask him if he wanted sons, you know? And his answer is, no, I'm fine with my daughters, you know? They're, they're successful and they do everything that we need them to. Um, but having a dad that was in the NFL and he's recognized, I think that, he had to kind of change his approach to coaching us because he's been um, all of our coaches, like in softball, he started to be our softball coach for the high school team. Um, He's had to sort of change his approach. um, But that doesn't mean that he doesn't push us any harder. You know, he is intense. He is going to yell, but it's all out of love. And he, he gives up so much of his time. Um, He only wants the best for us and having someone like that is just, the greatest thing ever within my process.
0: Right. Sorry. I just had to mention this. It is currently passing period. So it's going to get a little bit loud. I am currently in okay. school. So it's probably very distracting. Like all these people just walking by, um, okay. but very distracting. So that sounds really cool that it's like a family business softball. Yeah. Everyone is involved. It's a whole family ordeal. Um, but what was that like more specifically having your dad as a coach? Was there any time where you kind of resented that or maybe it put a strain on your guys' relationship?
1: Yeah. Being together so much. Um, it definitely, we definitely had our hard places. We're two very different people. I'm more like on the emotional side and he's more like straight to the point. Um, he's much like my second sister. Um, but learning to work with each other, um, was something that was, it had to happen because it, neither of us were going to leave. Um, so I had to learn how to trust him because he knows what he's talking about. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but he did get drafted to the MLB twice. Um, obviously he chose the NFL, um, over the MLB, but he does know what he's talking about in softball and being able to trust that and trust what he's seeing, um, is something that really helped me a lot this year. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we might butt heads, but every time he yells or he says something, it's all out of love. And I know that. Right.
0: Well, you are just a sophomore and you've already won state. So what was that moment like for you? And is it, does it feel as good as you thought it was going to feel?
1: Um, I mean, we've already talked about like the legacy. My sisters um, have come through the Redmond softball program. Um, my second sister won state, um, as a Mustang, I think that it was something that I just wanted to play. I didn't really think like, I didn't have like winning in the back of my mind. Um, just because I think that the moment was so unreal. I think that we had so much adversity throughout the year. Um, we had, We started up a season (laughs) 0-3, not the start that we wanted. We had a lot of, we had our starting pitcher gone for half, the first half of the season. Um, So I think that really just being there was great, um, but winning was even better. And I really just enjoyed that moment with winning with my girls.
0: Absolutely. Well, it sounds like Redmond has had a strong softball program for years. So what, has caused the Redman program to be so successful for so long?
1: Um, well, first off, I, I think that a lot of people look at just the players and you could count how many Olympians and D1 players that we've had because we've had a lot. But I think it's really the people behind the scenes. You know, um, well, we have our coaches. We have three, four. We always have... Um, coaches who are willing to push us and willing to fight for us and willing to compete, you know, and a lot of schools don't have that. A lot of high school uh, teams are not that competitive. So being uh, in a high school on a high school program that has competitive coaches and competitive players, I think that that has been a real like factor in our success. Um, And I also think that our parents have been such a great support system for us. We have an amazing booster club, they provide for us. They set up events. Um, we also have a great outlet or we have a great uh, outreach to our younger kids. We have our Redmond Little League and we always have a connection to them because we keep wanting to expand our program. Um, so I think that having this is just it all ties back to a support a support system. So I think that's, that's why we've had so much success over the
0: years. Well, that sounds awesome because you look at a lot of women's sports. And you look at high school sports, for example, football is big, boys basketball is big, baseball is big, but women's sports get a little bit less attention. So it sounds like Redmond is doing a good job of trying to grow the sport and getting the whole community involved. So what is the support like from the student body at Redmond for softball?
1: Um. When you look in our stands, we also, we always had our soccer boys that would always come after practice. We had um, some of the girls' boyfriends always coming. You know, we had some people who didn't even go to our school, but they would still show up. Um, so I think that that is one of the things that our student body has done: um, making announcements when we want to stay over the intercom. Like it, it was the little things that helped us, and it was the support that we got. Um, yeah, and I think our administrators, our teachers coming. It was just an amazing thing to have.
0: That's awesome. I want to implement that here at North Creek. I know you guys <laughs> played North Creek, huh? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, because obviously it's a new school and our sports programs are still growing and trying to evolve and improve. But that's something I would love to see is yeah. for there to be more people at softball games and not just focused in on baseball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say our school does a great job with marketing um, and even even just our team. We've done a good job with our social media. We've done a good job spreading the word about our games and right. we've uh, caused a lot of people to be invested. Like I would walk the halls after a game and they're like, oh, did you win? How'd you do? Like, you know, um, it was it was just little things like that mm-hmm. that made me so appreciative of our booster club, our school,
0: everything. Absolutely. Well, going into your junior year, Talking to colleges. What's your approach gonna be to that? Um, what are your hopes? Any dream colleges? Just
1: um I I would just say I mean anything that's the best for, for me. Um, you know, obviously with the rules, I don't know I can't really like get a sense of who wants me, who doesn't, because mm-hmm. it's still not legal right now, but Anywhere that's the best fit, I would love somewhere with a great location, a great coaching staff who's going to be um, supportive and competitive, um, you know, anything like that. And I would like to, I like winning. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned that you like winning and obviously softball, like you said, is a game of failure. So how are you able to stay mentally sane when you have some tough losses or some tough games that might get you down?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say every athlete has a love-hate relationship with their sport. Um, you know, there was a time where I was like, why Why am I putting so much work into it? Um, and there's been times where I'm like, yeah, maybe this isn't just for me. Um, but I would say I, I got hurt a year ago. Um, I had surgery. I tore my wrist and I was gone. I had to watch my teammates play without me. Um, you know, you never really realize how much you love something until it's gone. And every time I have, I face adversity or I have struggles or doubts about my, about me playing, I always think about, I think back to the time where I couldn't play and it can get taken away from me so fast. And that's why I'm just, I'm so incredibly grateful to play the sport that I play every single day.
0: It's like the injury was a blessing in disguise almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah going off of injuries. I feel like this is a good segue being an athlete that is very taxing on your body. So have you found any methods to keep your body healthy and to be able to play at your best at all times?
1: Um, well, my dad, obviously he is still in great shape. My mom is still in great shape, both athletes and they will always be athletes. Um, they made it a big point to make a home gym, so I have that. I have an amazing trainer, Curtis Clay, that I've been working with since I was eight years old. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I have great. Oh, our trainer at the high school is amazing. He, he will be there at every single game. He came to state with us. He was on the road. He literally had a massage table and he brought it into our hotel. Um, yeah, so I just think the people that I have surrounded myself with really helped me with recovery or anything. Um, my dad also likes gadgets. So he has a lot of gadgets for recovery. He has massage guns. He has the compression legs, you know, um, just anything to help my body just stay healthy. Yeah. It's really the people around me.
0: Right. Absolutely. I'm a student athletic training aid and I see everything that athletic trainer does and like make use of them, go and ask yeah. them, if they can give you a massage or what to do if something's hurting, because they have stretches and like so many different tools to help you. And I think a lot of athletes underutilize that. So that's a good point that you brought up about your athletic trainer. Um, I mean, not all of them are that amazing, but I know a lot of them are and a lot of them will bring that massage table with them. So you just have to make use of them and reach out, but yeah. What are your goals for the rest of your softball career?
1: Um, I would like to repay my parents back for everything that they put in um, to my career. Um, you know, a lot of the week long trips and the fees and the lessons that they've paid for, you know, and the time that they've sacrificed just for me to be successful. That is, I, there's no way I can repay them because that's how much they've put into me. Um, all they want for me is just success and for me to reach my goals. So I just want to repay them by just being the best possible player I can be. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also like, (laughs) I would say my my biggest enemy is me. And then my second, not enemy, my biggest competitor is my sisters. And I would like to be as good as my sisters or better. Um, but, you know, I, just anywhere I can just compete, I would like to go to a good school and win some games. I mean, winning a women's college world series would be amazing. Um, but, well, your yeah, sister did and,
0: that, so you can go to her. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I would also want us to grow the sport, you know, up here it's Washington, it's rainy. Not a lot of kids want to play in the rain um, an outdoor sport, but, you know, really just growing the sport because it's so amazing. Um, You start to see the women's college world series get bigger um, tournaments like Mary Nutter get bigger, you know, and by the time I'm done with my career, I would just love it. I would just love for it to multiply,
0: you know, Mm Well, those are great goals and I'm excited to follow along your journey and I'm glad we connected because it's always so fun for me to see former guests and where they're going. Um, so do you mind shouting on your Instagram so the listeners can also follow along and see what's going to happen in your future?
1: Yeah, my Instagram is just
0: T-I-A-M-I-L-L-O-Y. Awesome. And to wrap things up here, what advice would you give to young softball players? Ooh,
1: I would say trust the process. Um, it is so incredibly hard to get a great skill set in softball. I mean, how can you hit a ball that it's this big? Um, but trust the process. I would say do your work every single day. Um, the little things matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tia. Yeah. I really thank appreciate you for it. Me. Have an awesome summer. Good luck with your summer ball. I'll, I'm probably gonna, you know, maybe pop into a game at some point. <laughs> Okay. Thank you to everyone listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I upload a new episode with an inspiring new guest. Make sure to give the podcast a follow. If you're listening using Apple Podcasts, do not forget to rate and comment. You can follow On the Line on Instagram at on underscore the underscore line underscore Addison to stay up to date with the podcast. Thank Thank you.